Oh yes, hello friends. Welcome to a new year and a new decade for that matter. It is the first Modern Wisdom after the Christmas break and we've come back with what might be my favourite ever topic. What I would tell my 18-year-old self. This one is <laughs> was almost difficult to hear. It's weird to say things and hear advice come out of your own mouth, which kind of scares you a little bit. But yeah, it, I really enjoyed this episode. Looking at the similarities between what myself, Johnny and Yusuf have learned over the last 10 years, drawing the common lessons that we've made and also the unique ones as well. We even gave ourselves the opportunity to call younger us and tell them something for 30 seconds which, again, weirdly felt really pressured, even though it wasn't real. I felt under a lot of pressure. And Johnny's phone call was far better than mine and Yusuf's because he went last. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd actually want a phone call from me. I would want me 10 years ago to get a phone call from Johnny on balance. Uh, but yeah, what an absolutely epic way to start the new year of programming off with. I know that you want as much Johnny and Yufus. Johnny and Ufus, as much Johnny and Ufus as you can get your hands on, and I promise I'm going to try and tie them down to the couch so that we can push as many good episodes out as we can across 2020. And finally, I'm going to guess that as you listen to this episode, there will be a number of people that come into your mind who you think, that person really, really needs to hear this. If that's the case, do not be shy. My goals for this year with regards to the podcast are just the same as they were in 2019, which is to push the plays as high as possible. And the best way that that happens is by you sharing the episodes. So please do not forget to press copy link, put it in a WhatsApp chat, put it on Reddit. I don't even know how Reddit works. Just give it a share. And if you are new here, hit the subscribe button, then you will be notified every time we release a brand new episode, which is Monday and Thursday because we're back in business after the Christmas break. Tell me if this sounds familiar. Your business gets to a certain size and the cracks start to emerge. Things that you used to do in a day are taking a week. You're drowning so much, you've now promoted your dog from company mascot to customer service representative. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,000, 25, and 1. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25, that is the 25th year anniversary of NetSuite. 25 years of helping businesses to do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs in one efficient system. With one source of truth, manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash modern. That's netsuite.com slash modern to get your own KPI checklist today. This episode is brought to you by Crafted London. Finding men's jewellery that doesn't suck is very difficult and Crafted London have nailed it. They're the number one men's jewellery company worldwide. They're sweatproof, waterproof, heatproof, and gym-proof. They've got custom designs in gold and silver, necklaces, chains, pendants, bracelets, rings, and earrings. If you've seen me on any of the big cinema episodes on YouTube wearing a necklace, it will always be from Crafted. I absolutely love it. It works with formal wear, casual wear, whether it's daytime or nighttime. All of the pieces are super high quality. The designs are great, and uh, I love them. That's It's all I wear. Also, they have an unlimited 
lifetime guarantee. So if your piece breaks for any reason at any point during the entire life of the product, they will give you a new one for free. Get a 15% discount site-wide on everything by going to bit.ly slash cdwisdom and using the code MW15 at checkout. That's bit.ly slash letter C, letter D, wisdom, and MW15 at checkout. This episode is brought to you by Whoop. I've worn Whoop for over four years now, since way before they were a partner on the show, and it is the only wearable I have ever stuck with because it's the best. It is so innocuous, you do not remember that you've got it on, and yet it tracks absolutely everything 24-7 via something from your wrist. It tracks your heart rate, it tracks your sleep, your recovery, all of your workouts, your resting heart rate, your heart rate variability, how much you're breathing throughout the night. It puts all of this into an app and spits out very simple, easy to understand, and fantastic fantastically usable data. It's phenomenal. I am a massive, massive fan of Whoop, and that is why it's the only wearable that I've ever stuck with. You can join for free, pay nothing for the brand new Whoop 4.0 strap, plus you get your first month for free, and there's a 30-day money-back guarantee, so you can buy it for free, try it for free, and if you do not like it, after 29 days, they will give you your money back. Head to join.whoop.com slash modernwisdom. That's join.whoop.com slash modern wisdom 2020 let's go okay right then right right listen up here yeah podcast time ladies and gentlemen welcome back I'm joined by Johnny and Yusuf from PropaneFitness.com. Johnny and Yusuf. Yusuf from Johnny. And Johnny. And Johnny from, from Yusuf. From Yusuf. Uh, Yusuf's got rid of the moustache. He's back now with a beard. Oh, it's a better look. Goodness. It's so much better. better. Less pedoey. What? Just you didn't mention that in the last one. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. We'll have to play the, the podcast <laughs> game of time. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> today we are talking about advice that we would give ourselves 10 years ago. Pretty good opportunity for us to just unload all of the shit that we've learned over the last 10 years. But we're going to try and keep it to within an hour. So hopefully it'll be nice and condensed. Maybe you can take some wisdom away that we've gleaned. Hard-earned wisdom over the last few years through blood and sweat and tears and feces. Our loss is your gain. That's a really good tagline for a product. Hmm. Of some kind. Like a hair loss product or something. <laughs> well, that'd be your loss is our gain. Well, yeah, which is a bit insidious. Because if you lose your hair, then we're a profitable business. I suppose we'll actually know because in that instance, we're getting too much into it. Anyway, (laughs) so let's let's do some framing. Johnny, what sort of a person were you? How old were you and what sort of a person were you 10 years ago? I was, (coughs) maths time, I was 19. Mm -hmm. Um, Very blonde. Yeah, I dyed my hair blonde at the time. Was it highlights or was it fully dyed? Full head-o, head-o. I think it's the only blonde. Facebook status I remember you posting as just as like a, a status. What? It was quoting your dad. Oh, yeah. Said that, I I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Say it. No, no, because... You no. have to start the podcast again. Oh, if, yeah, okay. <laughs> but it was, it was a derogatory about remark made about Johnny's hair. I was probably quite... So I think the thing that I would tell... 19-year-old Johnny and probably 20-year-old, 21-year-old, 22, probably up to like... We're getting into it already. 27. Well, it's just because this is the theme. Like, you think you know it all, don't you, when you're 19? You think you've got it figured out. You're like, yeah, 
I've been through my teens now. I know the crack, I know the score, I know the scene. You haven't got a fucking clue until you're <clears> at, like, <throat> at least 28, 27. And I would say probably 39-year-old me gonna think will exactly. be saying the same thing. And that probably, like, yeah, I just think your entire 20s are just this one big realisation that nothing's unbelievable if you don't know what you're doing. You're just fumbling around in a dark room. Yeah, picking, trying, trying to find up, the light switch. Looking, uh, what's that? Uh, I can't use that. What's this? <laughs> I can't use that. Oh, that's out of date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you, okay, so let's take it from the top. Would you tell 19-year-old Johnny to um, not dye his hair? These that's the question. Of, this is the question that the internet has tuned in to hear. Mm, that's why everyone's here. Yes. All these people here. Thousands of people. <laughs> that's why they're in. Um, I think, I think you have to do things to learn why. So, like, I'd have told myself not to, and I wouldn't have listened to me. Maybe I would listen to me. I don't. You also don't want to be one of those people who, at the age of forty. Never dyed their hair when they were 18. Midlife crisis. So what what, what happened was Mm -hmm. I finished school. I went on a holiday, like the the holiday a lot of people go on when they finish school. Um, Broke up with the girlfriend I was with at the time. I was just about to go to uni. I had all this like really long summer ahead of me. And I was like, you know what? Bollocks, I'm going to dye my hair. I'm going to become the guy that has blonde hair. Yeah, and I was like, I'm just going to become this like different person. And I think going into uni, it did a lot for my confidence. And yeah. I can't place why. But at the time, like now, it would be really weird. Like I think no one does that. But at the time, loads of people were. Um, so yeah, I probably would do it again. Cool. So what else? What else were you? What was what What was your um, I was about, identity? I was about 77 around. kilos. Okay. Yeah. That's... That's so a I'd, lot of weight gain I'd in gone 10 from, years, man. Yeah, I'd gone from... Um, two kilos a year over 10 years. Yeah, Fuck yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Is that right, actually? Yeah, yeah. Probably around 80 kilos. Is that right? Yeah. I remember end of school, you went up to... Was it... He was in stone at the time, so I think he kissed 100 post-holiday. No, no. down. That... And then... Almost right, but I'd been at uni for a bit. Oh, okay. Anyway. Oh, so, uh, yeah, we'll get <laughs> in the weeds. Um, so, yeah, just come out of, like, doing a lot of running. So I did a lot of running okay. when I was that age. Legs. Legs, yeah. Legs. I was good at running, actually. Um, probably a thought I was just going to follow a traditional path. So probing didn't exist then? 2008 Yeah, was the... Oh, so it did. The, the, the outline of it existed. But I thought it was like there's no way I'll ever do that as a more than a more than a joke. Um, I was studying economics, probably pretty boring. Bursting to get to uni and just <laughs> blow it all up, let loose. <laughs> just give the tubes a good, <laughs> just give them a good, <laughs> good the pipes cleaning, clean. yeah, just all pipes. Okay, yeah, just give yeah. it. Have a good, have a good. good you really get in it. And all right, so that's where you were around. ten years ago, yeah. Seth. What were you ten years ago? So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, there's a lot of differences there, I think. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so I think just going back one year more. So yep. just before 18th birthday was 59 kilos. Um, what do you weigh now? Went up. So over three months, I gained 30 kilos. <laughs> um, went up to 90. 
thinking it was all muscle. Over three months? It was three, probably three to six months. Uh, it was when I was doing like a pint, pint of double cream before bed, shots of olive oil throughout the day, um, mutant mass, had consumed eight kilos of that. Rich over, which is a, a <laughs> 1,000 calorie drink that you have, but a 2,000 calorie drink that you have twice a day. Um, just like ploughed the food. <clears throat> Otherwise was very religious. Um, How did that manifest? Spent a lot of time in the mosque, was celibate, didn't drink. Um, all I, of the kind of... I have a memory of Yusuf from this period of time. One of the only memories I have. We were on an art trip. It would have been like 18, 17. Oh, Ramadan. Yeah. yeah. And I was walking... Not Ramadan. We were in <laughs> uh, Amble, Ambleside on an art trip. I went for a piss at like four in the morning. Noticed there was a light on, someone in a room. Put, put my head in, Yusuf sat by himself eating a green pepper, like an apple. So this is the difference between, like the, the flipping between extremes of, at the time, probably weighed, uh, weighed under 60 kilos. Um, shreddy though. Shreddy. Shreddy break. Thinking that a green pepper is the thing to eat when you've got a window of time to, <laughs> to eat in Ramadan and you're super, trying to retain your And you're having body super weight. low volume, super high volume, super low calorie like, food. Like, couldn't have found a vegetable with lower calories, really. So, and then... <laughs> it's mostly air, isn't it? You yeah. open it up yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. a yeah, hole inside actually. of it, yeah. And then switched from that to the other extreme. So, yeah, very quiet, re- religious, um, not... Didn't really know why I was at uni or what I was doing. Like, went in to do maths just because I thought, oh, I like maths. <laughs> um, and then ended up kind of on the wrong track and not... So there are some lessons to be learned from that. But the I was also very reckless with my body <clears throat> in that, obviously, gaining mad amounts of weight, but also just training on and through pain quite a lot. So there's a few training mistakes to get into as well, but I'm sure we'll, we'll get into that in mm-hmm. a second. Did you so, do, you didn't squat, squatting three times a week or something? For a while. Yeah. I mean, do, breathing squats. We, yeah. Breathing squats. We, I mean, we rotated through all kinds of, uh, Bloodless, like every, yeah. every stupid diet and training. It seems like sort of, so hearing some of the common themes between both of your guys' things, what you've both <laughs> come back with is fitness. So yeah. in one form or another, fitness was still a really big bit of your life when you well, were 10 years ago. It, it, we, sort of we, late were, teens. we were pre-menopausal. So, it was. I think probably both of us pre-fitness were, um, probably. I don't. Well, I don't maybe not for you. I was. I was fat, lacking in confidence. Like sixteen, seventeen-year-old me. Like mm-hmm. no female attention. No, like didn't really think very much of myself. Mm-hmm. And then fitness was my like access into gaining self-belief. I think. Mm. Was that the same for you, or less so? It was something that I just kind of. I, I, yeah, I've, I don't think I've got as um, as much of like a, a kind of rocky story. story. Yeah, rocky mm. kind of story for that. But um, yeah, there was the, it was the, it's definitely the common thread that like went between extremes of just trying mental stuff and then <laughs> ten. Which, years which later, I mean, you know, ten years later, going joining a cult, um, <laughs> a f- forced submersion <laughs> for two hours a day, getting banned from Jasmine Pool. Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, b- b- reminders to set yourself to just eat a big bowl of spinach. Like nothing's changed. That that is that is a few years ago, and now now it's very much just on maintenance mode. Like it's, I think, having shaken all that stuff out, cleared out the pipes, mm-hmm. 
it's it's just on the mechanism of being. It's how yeah. we all met, though, isn't it? Fitness in one way or another. <coughs> it's true. So we met because in the school gym, we met Chris because of ben. propane fitness. We met Ben because of Harrison. Yeah. So all all lifting. Yeah, lifting's back to Barbell. Well, I mean, where were you ten years ago, Chris? So I'd have been twenty-one. So, so you're in the central reservation in Spain. <laughs> Tell me it's like no, that was twenty-five. Right. It was a little while before I went on TV. So you'd have been finishing uni? No, so I did a placement year um okay. and then also did a masters. So right. I was at uni five years. So I only so left we, uni at twenty-three. We met we'd have met you twenty-five. The years so one year no, sorry, twenty-four. Um right. so twenty-one I would have been still running Carnage which is a big bar crawl in Newcastle. You are still saved in my phone as Chris, Chris Carnage Williamson. <laughs> I can tell wow. the people that know me from that era because they just call me Carnage. And it's the most bizarre thing to hear someone say that now. The same as people that don't know that I used to have a massive afro. The mm. same as people that don't know that I was on Take Me Out or Love Island. Like you have these epochs yeah. of your life yeah. and people Faces. arrive in it. And especially if you do kind of what we've done and you're in the world of online marketing or you know like content creation or whatever there's there are people that inevitably come like there'll be people that you'll have listened to 10 years ago that you don't listen to now mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. the guys from like um t nation or whatever yeah. like and you'd be able to quote their stuff inside so out. is afro like a line in the sand for you that yeah. like is that a time that i think so yeah have you have you had i don't know if you've had anyone who you haven't seen since pre-afro and then they approach you and speak to you as if like as the Chris that they knew and is and is almost like a as Afro Carnage. Yeah, yeah maybe a little bit. Like there's a there's a phenomenon where like people put you in a role that they remember you in. Yeah. And well, until they update the programming, why should they consider well, anything? Yeah, They've got to extrapolate forward. You know what I mean? Unless unless you come and you've now got like long hair and dreads and you're covered in tattoos and you wear an elephant pants, like why would they presume that anything's changed? Yeah. yeah. So um so yeah, 21 I would have been fully drinking the club promoter Kool-Aid. Um, I would have just completed. So right now, considering that we're in December, um, I would have just been kicked out of Scotland by Scottish Parliament um, for uh, having our personal licences threatened for both me and Darren. I threw her on BBC Radio Parliament Scotland uh, because they didn't want Carnage doing multi-site uh, bar crawl events in their <clears> cities. <throat> uh, so we ran out. Uh, I would have also just been hit head-on at 60 miles an hour by a snowplow on the A1 going up to Scotland um, which hit by a snow hit by a snowplow at sixty miles an hour, so one hundred and twenty mile an hour impact. Um, that was fun. Um, <clears throat> it's amazing that you were right. Yeah, well, it only clipped us, but the damage was intense. Every airbag deployed and all the rest of it. Um, so anyway, that was that was fun. But this was when I was shout intimate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was hosting in Tuk Tuk Palace with my top off um, three nights a week: Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Glitter, uh, yeah, yeah, stencil, spray paint. This is where I put you in, like the Scott Tim Linden sort of Gary Beadle, yeah, uh, Scott Disneyland, mm-hmm. all that. Joss Mooney, like mm-hmm. that, that whole crew. That was it. So that was, I think, probably um, the height of, or close to the height of, like hyper partying for me. Um, but yeah, again with that, like I'd started to attach a lot of my sense of self worth to my success within business to my notoriety um, socially around town. I think going through school, um, I'd been 
less central socially with like big groups of people and stuff and then you get to uni and it's the ultimate chance to kind of reinvent yourself and Mm -hmm. and become someone and have a tighter social circle and um yeah i i just had sort of found my feet with that and then it becomes like this self perpetuating cycle of like party more no more people become more popular party more but no more people become more popular and then you can always justify it because it's like well it's my job like <laughs> my job is to know people the more people that know me the more come to my events the more money we make um so yeah that would have been that and then rolling it forward for me there was quite an important period between 21 and 24 which was when i started to properly become a businessman with regards to events run started running weekly saturdays and anyway i think a lot of my time again there was fitness was quite bothered about um my training uh was about to go so in six months time i would have been going to go and do a season in ibiza like fell in love with a girl out in ibiza and went and had this like crazy holiday romance thing out there which was like a really interesting that beautiful experience actually like even 10 years on still like a lovely a lovely thing to look back on um but yeah i think that was that's kind of probably a pretty good landscape to do that so to give it a headline right we can get into some nuance and stuff in a second but you've got 30 seconds you can phone yourself 10 years ago from now and you've got 30 <laughs> seconds oh, to like speak that. to them and i'm going to time it on here um so you oh. can have you can have a minute to prep um i actually got asked this um oh no it was in it's in the 6 minute diary it's in the 6 minute diary and it's like you've got 30 seconds so i just wrote it out um so I think I can probably afford to go first if you want. Okay, right. Do you want me to time you? It's, I can watch it on here. I can right. see it. Okay, so ring, 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 ring. Hello. Hi, mate. It's Chris. Don't ask. Right. Um, <laughs> you need to stop drinking and focus on personal development. You need to learn to um, focus on yourself first and not on other people Confidence comes from within. You don't know as much as you think you do. Stop getting into relationships with girls that are bad for you. No, I really mean it. Stop getting into relationships with girls that are bad for you. Um, you need to spend time around other people. You need to travel more and you need to let go of the feeling that you are not good enough. There you go. That's nice. 20 seconds. Oh, but, uh, uh, <laughs> Cut the hair. <laughs> Cut that hair. If, if you got that phone call, you'd just be like... Be like Kelly Surratt in the plane. Yeah. So the big thing, the big things for me, or like the, the big things to take out of that headline were, um, I kept on getting in and out of relationships with girls. And the longer term reason for that was because I hadn't had a lot of relationships when I was younger. I, I had a difficulty saying, no, this isn't right. Because I, deep down, I don't think I felt like I was worthy. So it's like, who am I to say to this girl that like, I'm not supposed, like I shouldn't hurt her. And I think that that stemmed from me being like, well, I'm not supposed to have relationships. That wasn't what I've grown up with. This is all mm. new to me. This is a blessing that I should be like really happy for or whatever, whatever. Um, and then other things were I was focusing very much so on what other people thought of me. I was bothered about like how I was regarded by everybody else as opposed to indulging in my own, like genuinely in my own interests, which is what I do now with this podcast. It's like, I get to speak to whoever I want. And if people like it, great. And if they don't, then fantastic. Also, like, mm. I'm just bothered about what I do. Pursuing all the passions that I do now, again, is ex- mostly the same. I'm, like, beholden to very few people. And I, I don't care. Um, so that was that was headlines for me. So who, who wants to go up next? Johnny, Yusuf? Yeah, I'll go. Okay. Right. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. 
Answer. <laughs> Hi, uh, it's me. <laughs> um, and you. <clears throat> um, um, <laughs> hold on. I need, I need to stop. Because right. I, had, I had it so clearly in my head a minute ago. It's, it's gone. gone. All right. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Okay. Wait on. I mean, this, there's, there's no more high-pressure phone call that you've ever got to make, isn't it? <laughs> if you got a call from your future self and it was like, uh, yeah, have you, the, have you heard the thing? Is it in, is it in Chimp Paradox or something? It's like how to define your life values, and it's like you've got one. Imagine you're on your deathbed, and your grandkid comes up to you and says, "Granddad, what's a, what's a, what's, what's a single sentence of advice you give me?" Fuck, and you've got mm-hmm. a, minute. a minute. That's how to define in your life what's most important. Mm-hmm. But with that in mind, mm. here comes Yusuf. Ring, Hello. ring. Hello, Yusuf speaking. Ring, ring. <laughs> Hello, Yusuf speaking. That is correct. So, <laughs> <laughs> listen to me very carefully. Ditch religion. Ditch the girlfriend. Progressively overload. Pick a single program. Do it for the next 10 years. Don't deviate. Only gain maximum one kilogram per month. <laughs> um, take a year. Think about what you want to do. And <clears throat> I had another one. Spend time with dad. Yeah, that was that was it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Spend time with your parents. Meditate. Read. Do it properly. Isn't it interesting that? Like, it's such simple shit, and it's so boring. Like, if I'd got that call from me, fucking hell, all right, man. Oh, yeah. Well, I definitely wouldn't have wanted to hear this. Don't slip a disc. Because I I would have been like, oh, no, I want to get, like, a deadlift PB, even if it hurts. Like No, that's for the rest of your life. That slip disc is there. Do not slip a disc. Do not ring me. Um, Yeah, it's like, if I'd got that phone call 10 years ago from fucking... Boring ass, thirty-one-year-old. Like, oh, so that... you've been sober how long? <laughs> Is that right? Well, how many birds have you banged in that time? Yeah. <laughs> and you got rid of the hair. <laughs> right. Well, you must still at least be lifting CrossFit. What? What's that? Oh, oh you like... didn't even exist. I know. Um, right, Jonathan. Right, I've made, I've made a list. <laughs> Are you checking it twice? <laughs> <laughs> Naughty Making the list. Naughty orders. Checking it twice. Mm. Right. right. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Hello. Right. One, do 531 and track calories from today. Don't deviate from that until you stop progressing on the key lift. Start <laughs> start meditating from now. Uh, Google it. Figure out basic stuff. Just begin. Do something. Do 10 minutes. Um, go to things. Go to events. Go to things with friends, even if you think, oh, that's a bad idea, that's a waste of time. You'll remember the experiences more than the things that you accumulate or buy. Um, take propane more seriously sooner. Stop pissing around with it. Learn marketing and sales, trading and coding. Hire a coach sooner. Ask for help sooner. That's far better. Fuck, that you've is, nailed but it. I wrote yeah. it down. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. We've progressively, mine was really messy. Yours was kind of messy and yours was fucking great. I was thinking too much about the fitness because I've done a podcast already called What Would You Say to Your 18-Year-Old Self? And it was three bits of advice Just fitness-wise, fitness. which is the do five, three, one for 10 years, don't <laughs> deviate. Uh, get as lean as possible once and then just gain oh, like slowly read that bring it back bring it back and stay injury free 
So, but then, but then the other ones threw me off, and I was just like, oh. so. But yeah, but there's like, so much to get in. Yeah, take take propane seriously. Learn to code. Learn to trade. Like the, those. Are, yeah, start meditating. Yeah. Hire a coach. I think Jesus. Like if you're 18, I'd say go an hour a day because you've got so much time when you're 18. But you yeah. think you don't do what an hour a day? Meditate an hour a day. Do you know what else I tell myself starting uni? Um, do so I would try I'd write myself a morning routine that's still like pretty basic bitch which would just be like read two or three pages of something that you find interesting meditate and just do two pomodoros of work like even if you do fuck all else for the rest of the day just do two pomodoros that and Evernote premium well yeah, it didn't exist at the time was, I can remember sitting in the corner of my room at uni writing out googling or looking up on like the Tesco website making myself a diet plan trying to work out macros and calories because my fitness pal didn't exist Jesus. I was thinking about this. Pace of progress from 2009 to 2000. People haven't got a fucking clue. And also, like, I feel like that was the golden era and it's boring now. I remember when I thought creatine, I wasn't sure whether creatine was legal or not. Yeah. Like, I remember... Jack 3D used to have amphetamines in it. Yeah. Well, the, the two Pomodoros thing as well, like, I'm convinced that I wasted 18 months of total time between... And then you cram it. Yeah, between 18 and 23... I think like right, just right, dicking okay. around. That's more yeah, macro. You don't absolutely. mean over a year. You mean over yeah. several years. Just okay, totally so dicking around. We've heard what each of us have said. Oh, download here. cold turkey. That was going to be step one. Download <laughs> cold. It didn't exist either. This is what I mean. Like so. So my net diary was your best crack at tracking calories. You know what? You know what all shite. of us should have done, which would have fixed all of these. Buy Bitcoin. If we'd all just said oh, buy Bitcoin. Oh God, God. I had a mate who was like, mate, I'm thinking of buying this. It's called Bitcoin. And I was like, no, it sounds stupid. Well, like, buy, okay, so buy Bitcoin, buy Facebook, because it just... Buy Amazon. Buy uh, Netflix, oh. buy Amazon. And then just... That's your and life. And then don't bother with you. There's no point. Because those actually would be better than... Because all the advice we're saying now would... Act, yes, it would have got you to a better stage, but actually we wouldn't have had any of the insight that would have generated mm. the... So this is the problem. This is one of the problems. your future financially for the you know. <clears throat> Yeah. yeah and then you can double, just work Short on everything Short oil. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember the conversation that we had where oh. it was after the oil, when oil like tanked and we had like, I don't know, maybe like 10 grand or something oil was in the business. Oil was a runner. I was like, how much would we have made if we just shorted oil with all the money in the business at the time? And Yusuf was like, it would be infinite. <laughs> I was just like, there, there, would, there would be it would be infinite with no down days every, <laughs> every single day between I can't remember the dates but it was like a two year run of just da- like tanking oil so you would have you would have kept and you just let it re- run re-leveraging and just re-entering the trade at 50 times leverage and you would have jerked it's because but you like, ended up with a <laughs> an anus like a windsock <laughs> as a result of that period of time didn't you it's because yeah because I, I just entered far too late it was the time when like I think it was the Saudis or the Q80s that were just dumping oil yeah, into the yeah. supply not caring about the price so that's an important thing let's say that you're let's say you're someone who's you can be any age and listening to it and thinking oh there's a couple of tiny little nuggets of wisdom in that flood of shit <laughs> This, this, really this, badly. This, that's just been put out there. There'll be several people who just download five three one and start doing it, though, won't they? That and they'll be saved then. That's made me realise how terrible I'd be on a thirty second phone call with myself. You'd be like, uh, oh, and download Cold Turkey. You'd plan it, wouldn't you? Like, you'd plan it. Yeah. You'd what do. you want to do is give advice that is access to advice, 
rather than the advice itself. Ring this person, speak yeah. to that person, so exactly, do this yeah. person. Yeah, because yeah, then it, you leverage the time. Yeah. Um, so some people might be listening and fucking whatever age, there might be some nuggets of wisdom. We'll get into them in a second. But you've hit Modern on, wisdom. Modern wisdom. It's This is 10 years ago wisdom, this. Uh, you've hit the nail on the head there that without context, without like the environment to absorb these understandings, it's fucking nothing. Mm. Like all of the, and I was going to do a podcast on this ages ago and I realized that it was a one sentence podcast. And the question was, um, why do realizations um, about our lives take so long to sink in? I can tell you the equivalent of, mate, you're going to get hit by a car in 10 years time. And you won't believe it until you get hit by the car. Yeah. Mm. And we are doing that constantly, riding the crest of now all the time. Like, I know for an absolute fact that if I stopped doing Instagram, stopped doing Twitter, stopped doing Facebook, and doubled down on podcasts and YouTube, my reach in five years' time would be bigger than if I did that. And I'd be happier and I'd be more productive. <laughs> I know, I know it for a fact, but I can't bring myself to do it until the point comes when I have to do it. I think in five years' time, it'll all just be search. One platform. Well, just <laughs> search platforms. I Facebook, think the sh- social stuff will Instagram. be... Instagram will be one, won't it? So, But I, I just think people are fighting it and moving away. Chris is right. Like People oh. want um, to, to search-based content. Of their yeah. It's, it's where you like, create a real following. Mm. So, yeah. The, I'll mm-hmm. start a YouTube channel. Start fucking... Tell yourself that 10 years ago. Like, really double down on getting good at YouTube channels. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people were going high. Like, learn Facebook ads. Like, the people who were running Facebook ads in 2007, taking candy from a baby. So, that that is such a good point. Like, in fact, anything online. So, writing a blog, doing a YouTube channel, like, any any YouTube channel that is like has 1,000 subscribers and is like mildly successful now would have 100,000 10 years ago. Back, Back then, if you use a decent camera, that was all you'd need to do to differentiate. So <clears throat> we can be wistfully nostalgic about the time when we could have and should have and would have <laughs> as much as we want. But I think, um, yeah, without the context, like all of the lessons that we're talking about here kind of don't really matter. So, it, and this is one of the criticisms that I get about life hacks, although I think it's slightly different because those are designed to be piecemeal tools that you add into your life. Mm-hmm. They're not lessons that are supposed to be learned. Mm-hmm. Um, but Let's try and take some of the stuff. We've had this 30, you know, 90 seconds combined time. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that we've tried to look at? We've said uh, with regards to training, the principle is find a program which forces progressive overload and stick to it and do not do not change. So it, for me, it's encapsulated by, I think it's just Yusuf's quote, which is the bad news is there's no way to accelerate the process. The good news is there's no way to accelerate the process. I, ironically, in in us trying so desperately to accelerate the process, you knocked it. We yeah, yeah, like we and we were vacillating with all kinds of little, because um, that's it, like and attempts at optimizing stuff. Yeah, to the point where we actually lost sight of the. Can you picture. describe in thirty it's seconds what five, as well. what five three one is for people who don't know? <clears throat> so it's non-linear periodization, which just means there is a light week, medium week, heavy week deload. And it focuses on core lifts, big, big lifts. And it's, it's built in progressive overload that can last a very long time. So if you just go to the gym and just try and lift more weight, you'll hit a robot pretty quickly. If you try and hit more reps than more weight, you'll last a little bit longer, but again, hit a robot pretty quickly. If you just stick with five, three, one, you start off so light. There's so much longevity built into the way it's programmed. It's so simple. Mm -hmm. 
you you also learn the nice thing about it is so many people spend all this time in the gym they don't really know what it's like to to approach a barbell and be a bit worried about it but or even that forces absolutely you into terrified about the it five, three, one. yeah that forces, that forces you into a level of, of progression that you wouldn't access through like mm-hmm. chest and back the, the problem is it's very butterfly effect because if had Johnny and I just <clears throat> done 531 from the age of 17 and not really thought about it and just let fitness blend into the background and then five years later both be very um, in very good shape uninjured. competitive lifters uninjured we wouldn't we wouldn't have generated the insight to create a fitness website or a yeah. fitness website with loads of content and loads of richness of experience to be able to create content with. You also plus, don't know, do you, whether or not doing all that stuff created results even better. Uh, That's the real, <laughs> because you can't, we talk about this all the time, like if only you could split test, test it. it. Oh, I'd, if you could split test yourself, that would be the number one superpower, hands down. But, yeah. but you'd have to be able to rerun it though, wouldn't you? Because like, if you were just concurrently split testing... You can't get to go back, so it doesn't matter. If, if it was AB versus like hundreds of parallel split tests, and then you could just oh uh, yeah. Or, um, so training, we've said the ethos for whoever is listening is find a program which has progressive overload built in. Is that the key thing with five three one? So I think the bigger thing, which is what I was saying with Jesus quote, is whatever you do, you're going to have to do it for a long time for it to work. So pick something that you enjoy is not that of a difficult thing to do and not stupid. Yeah. So, like, so don't try and become a yoga master whilst also trying to become, become a power lifter. Or like if you hate yeah. the thought of going to the gym, don't pick going to the gym. Take up running, take up rugby, take up fucking... And if, if going to the gym for two hours is a massive problem for your schedule, don't do that either. Mm-hmm. Like whatever, think whatever I pick to do now in, a, in this week as an example, I'm going to have to do that every week for the rest of this year. Can I deal with it? Can I? Is that possible? And if not, do something else. Okay, so that's where we've gone with fitness. What else did we touch on? Um, I think yours yours was fucking amazing, man. Learn Can to we get code. the um, so, but the, so I suppose the principle behind learn to code, learn to trade, um, it's learn n- Facebook ads, this is all stuff that only now do we know the um, the impact of the, mm-hmm. having those skills mm-hmm. and having learned them or started them 10 years ago. So advice to people now for them to take, be, it's less it, of a global heuristic. It would be look, look ahead and say what is going to be the skill or the the feature or whatever that is going to be most valuable in five years' time, and how can you get an edge on that now? So, so that's a very that's almost an impossible. Well, Alexander, <laughs> Alexander Cortez podcast I did with him at the start of the year. He said if he was to give someone skills, it would be um, coding, website copy, um, the ability to sell, uh, and uh, like speaking. So ability to be on podcasts, to speak live, to have to handle with people, communicate. Yeah. So, so the last three I think would be useful, but what we don't know is is the future of coding actually going to become less valuable as because coding as a skill becomes less code intensive and easier as time goes on because the tools with which you code with become more and more complex and have larger building blocks to be able to put things together. Think about making a website, you need to know HTML a year, but, like 10 years ago, Wix. Now, yeah, so, so actually it's useless to know HTML now if you have to make a website because even if you were to hand code it in HTML you, you're no better not going to be as good so as the, Shopify the, the, or 10 years yeah, ago you could have been the guy who created Wix yeah yeah so you have so, to either be one, uh, one okay. second order so, level you know the hardest thing about all this is is that right now we're in the position that we're speaking to yeah. because our ten, in 10 years ourselves will be saying the same thing mm-hmm. 
and you just told your, you just gave yourself the advice you needed. Mm. Well, a lot of it's still give up on social and focus on. I, it's but it's pulling the pin. It's not just about telling the advice, isn't it? It's fucking doing it. Yeah, like you know, you know, like have known fine well what would probably have been optimal with your training or with your your diet or whatever. And another thing we have to consider, it's all well and good going, ah, oh, just stick to five, three, one for 10 years. But it's like, yeah, all right, mate, I'm not a robot. Like, I'm not, I, I need to have variety in my life. Fun. Yeah, yeah. And we're not utilitarian fucking machines here. Like I want to have variety. Um, but, but do you want variety more than you want results? It's yeah. Do you want entertainment by the process or the progress? <sighs> yeah. Is that from a seminar somewhere? It's, it's just something that I Webby. came up with in an email. Webby. Yeah. Um, Webby. Splitting up with girlfriends, fucking hell, man. Yeah. I mean, this wasn't one for you, but Jesus Christ, it was one for me. Oh, fuck, that, it was. That, yeah, that, was wasn't that, one, was it that, wasn't one for me. Wasn't one for you. <clears throat> yeah, was that because you were single? Uh, or did you like your? Girlfriend? I'd just broken up with a girlfriend at the time. Job done. Um, but I, I did definitely spend too long in relationships that I should have got out of sooner. Mm. Why did you I, stay? I, I just needed somebody to sit down and explain box A, box B to me. <laughs> <laughs> if someone had done that, I think it would have been like. The clouds part, and I'm like, right, right, okay, I get it. I can't open. <laughs> I get it. You can't open that loop without closing it, but it's a complex thing. Can just, you- so just don't don't stay in a situation that's bad and expect it to get better. Some cost. Yeah. So that's the. I did that with my job. I did that with relationships. I did that with some friendships. I did that with injuries and training programs. Like so many things, you think like this is a problem. I'm experiencing discomfort from this, but it's all right. It'll, it'll get better. It'll be better next week. It'll fix itself. I mean, it, it's kind of obvious. It's a bit glib to say this, but all of our 30 second calls are his three things to stop, his three things to start. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what else is there? Well, you can only start or stop things. Things. Yeah, that's so. it. Or keep going. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I suppose it's with what you just said before, the box A thing is like when you're in a winning scenario, absolutely double down on that. Mm-hmm. So rather than podcast platform, yeah, YouTube, yeah, and Fuck, what you were saying about 2010, Jesus. Did, were you saying pulled in loads of different directions? That was me, I think. Was it right? So like, rather than thinking, oh, it was what you were saying. I think on a previous episode, of like you're doing a the b and the, the cost of oh, switching between yeah. the two. Mm-hmm. Like if you find something that you're doing in anything in life, like a skill that you're really good at, or a sport that you're really good at, or like go all in, whatever, just absolutely. Hammer down on that. So, I mean, this is, again, it's, if I was to predict the advice, in fact, let's do that after this. Let's predict the advice that our 10 year self from now will give ourselves. It's now. so great that this will hopefully still be on the internet. It will. Unless, unless of course it's post-apocalyptic death world. Yeah. And we're all Mad Max. The great level. The Russians. The, uh, Russians. the Russians. Yeah, it is. You'll be fine though. Oh yeah. You will. You can just go back to Egypt. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. They give you all the AK-47s and stuff anyway. (laughs) Go back to Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) Take your pyramids with you. Towel head. (laughs) It's not even a racist term. It's like a a childish insult, isn't it? Yeah. Dear brain. Towel head. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we've got some stuff about relationships that... We've we've doubled down on things that we or we've stuck in things that we're losing trades essentially, and we've just let them run. Mm. I was talking to Chris Sparks uh, yesterday, productivity expert, poker guy, and he lives on risk. Right, top twenty poker players on the planet. He he lives risk for a living. That's mm. his job to work out how much risk he's in. Manages it, and he does. And what he said was, um, at his end of year review, everything is up for sale. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And he said, nothing gets grandfathered in from year to year. 
nothing that, that I do. That is cool. Yeah, that's, so everything has to earn its right. Yeah. Into and the he says he has two choices with everything that's in his life. Are you writing it down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I recorded the call. I'll just send you the call. Oh, Chris. Yeah. Um, sorry, Chris, if you're listening, mate, I didn't ask you permission. I'm sure you'll be fine with it. Um, so what he says is, as he ends the year, and this is such a clever heuristic, man. Oh, my God. As he ends each year, he has looks at all of the different things that he's doing with his life. Relationships, friendships, business, hobbies, passions, etc. And he has two choices. One of them is double the amount of time that he's invested on it. And the other one is get rid. So practically, you have to cut, don't you? You have to cut 50% of everything you do. Mm. Right. Well, actually, no, sorry. You don't have to cut 50% of everything that you're doing because you could get rid of a load of little things. Right. Okay. You could actually cut 90% of the stuff that you're doing and it still only be 50% but of the time. I suppose what you could cut 10% of the stuff that you're doing and it'd be 90% on, of the time. Yeah, yeah. things are, yeah. yeah. Yes. But it, it's the, the idea of always be always be questioning everything that you're doing, always be or removing Always things. be narrowing, always be niching harder mm. into what you are good at. Till all, all you That's do is just one, question. one thing. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah, because the first part, you're like, ooh, that's hard. And then you're almost like, right, double or quit. You're like... And that's that's the way... Okay. And he thinks about it from a poker player's perspective, right? Like, mm. every single year, at the end of every year, this is going to go out probably just shortly into the new year. Like, So every habit, every relationship... Everything every, that like, you do, you have to either choose whether you're going to double down on it or whether you're going to get rid of it. And I think it's, it's scary, but it's mm. the way, it is precisely the way that everyone that we know is the best in the world at what they do. We don't know anyone, like polymaths of fucking new age media do not exist. Like there's Gary V's as close as you're going to get, but he's still one thing. He's yeah, still he's just really... produce content, mostly video and audio. I've, I've seen him as Instagram, to be honest. Repurpose around different platforms. Mm. Like there's no one, you know... F- James Clear, just double down on habits. Just become the best on the planet. So he's big. Habits. He's actually big on like he credits his business growth to. He just wrote two articles a week. <laughs> <laughs> like one of his habits was writing, so he's like, I'm just going to write two excellent articles every single well, week. That's what we did for three, four years, isn't mm-hmm. it? Were so they all excellent? We we stopped them. Were, were they all excellent? They were. They, they were, were all yeah articles. We put a lot of time into that. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, as something that you can try and take away, and I will be trying to as well. Um, if you have something in your life, if you have a lot of things in your life, if you feel like you're spinning a lot of different plates, question why they're there, and think about, hang on, like, uh, what is it there for? Is it there because it's grandfathered in, because it's already got a seat at the table, or does it actually deserve to eat? And if it doesn't deserve to eat, then, like, it can make room for someone that does. <laughs> we're all a bit stunned by that double yeah, down it just or, makes you think doesn't it and it just and the thing we just said about like what you just said about how because people follow like this is very businessy I suppose but people follow like good writers good podcasters people who are really influential on Instagram people who are great on LinkedIn Twitter and they're like right well I need to do all of those things but none of those people are worrying about anything other than that thing, the thing yeah. and that's why they're there <laughs> So the problem with spreading yourself too thin is if you have a hundred units of talent and you spread it across 10 things, even if you are absolutely maxing out within each of those areas, you can only become as good as the 10 out of 100th person that's in that category. Well, you'll, you'll just be beaten by the person who's doing one less platform than you or one less thing than you. Mm-hmm. 
and you'll be annihilated by the person who's doing one of those platforms. You just get outcompeted by someone who's prepared to go all in on yeah. something. Yeah. But by that same token, because we don't have the benefit of fucking divinity moving forward, we all also want to hedge. We're also not purely utilitarian beings. So it means that we want to have uh, different things going on so that we have variety that keeps us feeling alive, that keeps us having this diet of different things that make us feel interested and stuff like that. Mm. And different things serve different purposes as well, don't they? Like it's not like there's no such thing in anything that is a, that is a catch-all. This is the one solution. This is the best thing. Like, there's no best training methodology. There's no best diet approach. There's no best recovery method, mm. but it's about like picking the most effective for you, isn't mm. it? True. Like you, and to pick the optimum blend for the person that you want to be like, because going 10, 10 Xing down on the one thing means that you become by definition, a one dimensional person. Mm. And if that's, the goal that you're looking for and the person you want to be in 10 years time, then cool. that's it. But yeah, otherwise it's, it's like, but it, I mean, the principle still applies because you then you still cut out or double the things that you do care about, but you just pick that mixture yourself and yeah. say, right, that's, that's the formula. I still think as well that a lot of, a lot of what most people will have the problem is, is a problem of abundance, not of scarcity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The problem is that they're trying to do too many things not that they're trying to do too few too well. Too many choices, isn't it? It's it's not like I yeah, don't know what to do. do know that it's, have, sorry, they have what like a, a lack of options. a too few too well problem. Yeah, no, not at all. No one. Um, okay, so I mean that's we're all kind of a little bit shook after the yeah. fucking. Ba- based on that, what is one thing that you know that you should be doing but aren't now? That's probably the wrong question to ask, I think. Why? Because I am doing all of them. It's what things it's should enough. I get rid of? Is it not? Is there not something that you're thinking, like, I really should be... Like, if you were to give yourself advice, you're like, I really should be doing this more. Or I really... I should be putting more focus on this. Doing it more is different yeah. to, to, like, doing it at all. All right, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. okay. that's adding... That's putting another fucking seat So where, where should I, your focus be based on Because I asked our coach, um, like... Should I? Do you think I should learn to code? Mm. Because that's something I'm not doing at all now. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he said no, probably not, because it's not. It, it's not a good like. It's such a big learning curve, and it's not a good use of your existing skill set. Mm-hmm. Just pay someone to code and do the things that you do best. One of the things that's interesting, I guess, as you get older, is that the groove that you have greased is increasingly difficult to get out of. Mm. It's like, okay, I have this amount of time and the opportunity cost of spinning back around to go and go like, okay, I'll code. I'll start coding now. It's like, well, hang on. You have all of these skills, all this experience, all this renown, all of this platform, whatever, whatever it might be that you have. And you're going to choose to no longer leverage any of that. Mm. So there has to be this acceptance of like, look, where am I now? What is the position that I'm in right now and what are the skills that I have moving forward? Because I think all of the things that we've chosen, that we've said there, like um, already leverage on stuff that we do. So for me, it was like, look, stop thinking about what other people think. That would have made me a better club promoter. I already was a club promoter. Mm-hmm. Um, focus on yourself and indulging in the things that you genuinely care about. Like, that was something that I was massively lacking in. So that was getting rid of something I didn't need. So and- what is an extra skill you can bolt on that won't just nullify all the previous experience that you've got? Mm-hmm. So in learning to code, I think if you have the skill of selling 
and then you add learning to code on top of that, then you've got a combination that most salesmen or coders don't have the opposite of. And I think the people that do best at, at the moment, like big tech companies, because they can sell and code, they can build something and then and market it, match it to the market and sell it. Mm. Whereas a lot of good coders don't think about front end or user experience or, co- or, or um, sales. And they're just focused on like the product and end up having this gap or they create something that the market doesn't need. Mm. So actually marrying those two skills would work really well, but it's trying to find the, what's easier teaching a salesman to code or a coder to sale. I think they're two, they're two country things, aren't they? They're so far. Why wouldn't you just, why wouldn't you just get a marketing specialist? Yeah. So that, or you could say the same thing about why not just get a coder. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like you don't need to be both things. learn to sell and pay someone to code. Or learn to code and pay someone to sell. But the person who can sell will be able to deal with the world once coding's just automated. So I spoke to Benjamin Mm -hmm. Dennehy, the UK's most hated sales trainer yesterday. (laughs) Right. Kiwi guy. And uh, he was like, when the cockroaches rule the earth and the atomic bombs have all gone off, he's like, people still need me. Yeah. (laughs) You still need to sell. Still need to sell the atomic bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's, It's finding... So like the, in all of the platform questions, like the thing that remains in all of it is email. So the thing that like mm. Netflix, John Lewis, like Amazon, all these companies send email. Email's Lindy, isn't it? <laughs> Lindy? Yeah, it is. That's, I don't know what that is. What? Okay, so uh, Lindy, the Lindy effect is a mental model which describes the degradation of non-perishable goods and services uh, well, I think it's just like items, essentially. So, for instance, 1984 is a Lindy book. It's been around for 35 uh, years. Always there. Therefore, you can presume it's going to be around for at least 35 more. Right. So. Atomic Habits has been around for one year, despite the fact that Oh, that, oh right. Years. Okay. Like, oh, um, uh, right. I email's that. Lindy. Like, right. email's been, been around, around for, for ages. So, it's likely to be around. So, for there's, a, there's a graphic that's like going around the internet at the moment of like things that happen per minute on the internet. Have you seen it? No. So Things like, that happen. Yeah, like per minute. So like the number of Snapchats sent, the number of Instagram. Okay, okay, okay. And like everyone expects, like, oh, it'll be like YouTube minutes watched or whatever, but it's like email, like dicks on all of it. <laughs> like the number of emails sent per minute on the internet is, is astronomical. <laughs> but there are people who are like, oh, well, is actually well email, email doesn't work. I need me on social media. But then like people would not send emails. If people we were not reading them, like it would be the most asinine waste of time. <laughs> like everybody at work. Is email is sending emails so like constantly. The, so I see whenever we're talking about that side of things like where do we put their attention it's like well as long as you've got an email list and as long as you're emailing if you decide that Twitter's the thing you just send them tell, to your tell all your emails about so like there's a I think often in every like area of your life sorry there's a there's an email marketing version <laughs> so it's like right I want to work on my like spirituality like is it reading is it like yoga or is it just 20 minutes of meditation every day like it's the email marketing like so pro- to me i think probably the the meditation 20 minutes of meditation if i'm not doing that then i've got no business like reading a self-development book yeah do you see what i mean it's the it's so i it's, think it's I've, a, I've lost you so no no it's, a <laughs> it's, a, it's just a hub and smoke spoke model so it's like the hub in the middle the thing which is going to be there for the longest is email and then everything else is just extraneous bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. you build like, on still, top. Still adds to the picture, but is... I'm, I'm building a business. Um, I'm working really, really hard on my Instagram. Okay. It's so, like, okay, how long is Instagram going to be around for? How many people have you got on your Insta? Oh, I've got 200,000. How many people get on your email list? Oh, I've got 2,000. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Well, what happens when Instagram fucks off? Because email uh, yeah. isn't. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... It's so, just in terms of allocating your attention. So it's like, with fitness and nutrition, like, are you aware of your calorie intake? Right, well, okay, well, if not, like, don't worry about supplementation. Like, Don't worry about... Calories are always going to matter. Are you progressively overloading in something? And then... Don't worry about crossfit. Are you worry about doing email lifting. marketing? Yes, no. <laughs> if no, go back to, the, are you doing email marketing? It's the, the, so the way to see it is like, if you and I are starting like a tick tick channel yeah. and I have an email list of a hundred thousand people and you have zero, who is going to win at the game of growing a, a tick tick? What is TikTok. it? Is it a channel? Tick tock. Tick tick's email list. Dean looked so upset there. <laughs> I knew that I'd said something wrong. Dean, Dean worked in social media. Is TikTok the thing that you sing into and then... Like, it's, it's a new like, version of Vine. Like it's sing the stuff. new version of Musical. Sing, yeah. sing oh, stuff. Okay. TikTok's what we use as a task management. With Pomodoro Integrate. Yeah. Okay, so we've planet. got we got about 10 minutes left. Um, we've spoken about the fact that sticking to the program is a good idea. We've spoken about the fact that doing less better or doing less more essentially is a pretty good heuristic to use mm-hmm. young relationships should be let go of more freely than you think at the time mm-hmm. they just probably won't matter as much as you think they do seems pretty obvious looking back doesn't it mm. how many people do you know that get together during freshers week at uni and then stay together <laughs> like, they, they do exist but like this is a, a throw it out there. Dubious thing to say. Pull the pin. A lot of people um, that I know who've like been in relationships a long time since they were like 17, 16, tend to have some kind of turbulence in their relationship because they haven't had the freedom aspect. Mm. There are obviously examples of, of that not being the case. Well, Darren and Colleen. People are together their entire lives. Business partners and, and his missus got together in like, I think, second year of uni. It's like halfway through the second year of uni. And they're like the fucking British version of the American dream. White picket fence, two dogs, two kids. Like, I mean, amazing. But the problem is they are the problem. They are precisely the problem because they give hope to the 19-year-old who thinks think that's the model. That this is what's yeah. going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you, Darren, are the issue, Okay. Um, it's, it's like trying to, it's like saying like, oh, well, Alan Shearer just played loads of football. So that's what I'm going to do because that will work for football. me. Yeah. Okay. So not, what maybe else? not quite that. But Survivorship yeah. bias. Yeah. yeah. What, what yeah. else have you got on your phone, Johnny? What else was in that list that we've made? Uh, so you basically did the list for us three. The, the catch-all thing that I added at the end that just covers everything is ask for help. Is that get a coach? Yeah. Well, so it was do five, three, one, start meditating. So do like, so don't. When you do things, go to events, they're almost always a good idea. It's like there's so many things that I'm like, I shouldn't do this, I shouldn't go to that, I won't go to that party, I won't meet that person for a coffee. It'll be shite. You go and it's mint. It's awesome. Yeah. Say yes to more adventures. Yeah. Saying the trouble with that is you, you, you can, I imagine, get in a, some deep water quite quickly. With you just say yes just, to everything. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever been even close to that? No, but that's coming from a that's coming from someone who'd probably err on the side of like, that seems like a bad idea. Introversion, yeah. Um, whereas if you're like, I'll go to everything. And you start going to more. I know more then. people that are on, and this might just be like my sphere of awareness bias, but I know more people that are towards our side, which is say need to say yes to less in terms of business and projects and need to say yes to more in terms of experience and adventure. Yep. Mm. Yep. Yeah. That's... Start taking business more seriously sooner. I, I couldn't really have done that. That would have been fucking terrible for me. I'd already like completely linchpinned my sense of identity to 
the success of the business. Right. Like if we had a bad night at work, I was a bad person. If we had a good night at work, I was worthy. Right. Okay. So doubling down on that would have just would have been it would have for me the a better piece of advice would have been to have said, um, "You are not your accomplishments." It sounds right. like you you almost merged your social life with your with your sense of this is business progress as well. Like whenever you went to a party, whatever you were like, super oh, messy. Yeah. So hard to not be the case when like probably everyone's everyone else's social life is your work life at uni. So they, like you the, are the party guy. It's the inversion of what it's still now. If you, if I speak to someone, Hey man, like what are you up to this weekend? Like you fancy meeting up or whatever. It's like, Oh yeah. Like let's go on a night out. It's like, Oh no. Like that's what I do for work. I know it's mm-hmm. what you do for fun, mm. but what you do for fun, I do for work. Like just, I'd rather just have a cup of tea and it, well, just for anything swim. that's not that. But for them, it's the novelty. It's the same as mm. fucking Sienna day. It's like, if you've spent your entire day, we did a podcast with a porn star, if you haven't heard it. <laughs> if you've spent your entire day getting DP'd off a huge Amsterdam man and Good his Amsterdam friend, man. and his friend, mm. like, and you come home and your partner's like, oh, hi, darling, how are you? I've got my friend around here. He just fancies a bit of a go on you, aren't <laughs> Like, you'd be like, oh, oh man. Like, but she, she is an exception. She'd be she? like, oh, I'm so fucking horny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that might be her idea of the best evening ever. Yeah, true. So she really does. She's a goer. <laughs> the best thing about that podcast on youtube is that the frame that she's in you're also in so <laughs> there's times the when she's talking about the most like vivid stuff and you're just like <laughs> <laughs> you should watch it it's good um so yeah so start taking your business more seriously the thing is i don't again looking back like had we done that i might have wrecked it because mm. I think probably there's part of the fact that we were just doing it because we just absolutely loved doing it. And so it was emergent. Like yeah. that's what got the organic inquiries was the fact that it was just putting out content. And yeah, because we were just interested actually, in it. It's what we tell our business clients now, isn't it? It's like, make content first. Don't just go be the weird uncle at the barbecue that tries to sell straight away. Mm. Give first. Start from passion. And yeah. just like the Google game takes a long time. We were ranking so like number start. first page on Google and getting organic inquiries for coaching clients from just like... a standard WordPress template that we were just bashing out. But you used to throw articles like literally seven or eight years ago that are still like the key drivers of our traffic. That's why I think search-based stuff, like, and it'll be the same for YouTube. Lindy. Like you'll have, I imagine there'll be episodes of Modern Wisdom that are still ticking over daily. When we don't have stuff that surges virally, there is like 10 episodes on YouTube that just just do... 5k a day yeah between them all yeah it just sits at that and that's now the new baseline so that's the thing like compare that to instagram yeah, imagine if you try to get 5,000 views a day on instagram mm. the work required for that mm. every day whereas youtube's just like Churning just late it's the lazy river of the internet isn't it? it's brilliant mm-hmm. um learn marketing and sales we've covered that learn to trade learn to code and ask for help the ask for help thing's a big one man like especially when you're that age when you're young like i think you you resist i certainly resisted like, I didn't hire my first fitness coach, which is mental, till like... 23, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. So I tried for ages on my own. Struggled yeah, on my own. I, I wouldn't have at 18. I would have been like, oh, what do these guys yeah. do? Like, we had hours and hours of conversations trying to figure out, like, is it all right to have two high carb days or, or is one... <laughs> oh, is that it, stressed me out so yeah. much. Yeah. So much like, so. One of the most, the highest performing things we ever did was got John Kiefer on the podcast right before car backloading was released. That hadn't, there was no thought in that other than we just need to understand 
whether it's all right to have fat in your backload or whether it has to be just carbs. Oh, yeah. And that was why you asked him for podcasts. And we asked him on the podcast, then I went on his podcast. And, and that was all just out of like desperation of like, John, how does insulin work? Please, can you explain <laughs> it? So in, in, in that program, like I remember, so you don't have carbs during the day. You have just fat and protein. And then 5 p.m., KFC bargain bucket, uh, which is mostly fat dominant anyway. And <laughs> Certainly and then, from a calorie perspective. And then, and then a drink that was... 100 grams of dextrose, uh, 150 milligrams of caffeine. Uh, Lu- yeah, 5 p.m. Yeah. yeah, 5 p.m. Leucine. Because of like um, blood four or something. Yeah. <laughs> caffeine was shuttling it into yeah. the satellite <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah exactly. Lu- leucine, hydrolyzed whey, like the most, all the most disgusting powders just put into one thing and you just glug it down. Try and like hold your nose and make sure you don't vomit for the next couple of minutes and you're like, what I really miss yeah, about that though was that it was it was exciting as fuck, wasn't it? Like I remember New Frontiers. Yeah, I remember like it was six AM and we were Skyping with, with John Kiefer for our podcast and like being just beside myself with excitement about it. And like doing the programme. Like the, the, yeah, the, the yeah. pump after having like five hundred grams of sugar <laughs> <laughs> and just training. I remember having my car backloading yeah. protocol included. Oh, yeah, you did it for cake. ages, didn't I, so I remember you text me saying can I have it was a picture of birthday cake saying can I have birthday cake for car backloading I was like why did you have birthday cake why why do you want birthday cake and your reply was just said it says on it party and I like to party (laughs) (laughs) if if anyone needed an explanation of the sort of arsehole that I was 10 years ago that was it party Chris I remember you used to eat um, tins of chicken white uh, chunky chicken yeah still in there (laughs) Do you still eat it? That's real. Is it like backup stuff? Desperate, yeah. yeah. Fuck, I've got yeah. no food. Like Chunky chicken yeah. with rice. With rice, yeah. Good meal, man. And you, I remember your reasoning for carb backloading was it was a reason that you had to go to the gym because if you didn't train, couldn't you couldn't have carbs. carbs. Yeah. So it was like burger and cheese and egg. Oh, Clever way to do it. Um, okay. Just calories. Boring. We're coming to the end. Uh, 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 what are some of the things that you've realised during this conversation, John? Uh, that wherever you are giving people the most advice it's probably where you need the advice the most that's something I hear a lot at the moment how so? like I think the stuff that you all this stuff that we've just said is all advice that we all need right now and like if you think about all the stuff you tell your friends all the advice you're giving to people like look at that area of your life yourself because mm. it's probably the area that you talk loads about but you don't actually do much in well, fantastic of talking a good game yeah. and of giving people advice that we wholeheartedly require ourselves. Exactly. What about you, Seth? Anything, any little gems come out of this one? Just short oil. Yeah, short oil. <laughs> Buy Bitcoin, short oil. Well, like all, all of the things there, like we, we've gone general and specific and actually all that advice does apply for the next 10 years too. Yeah. Uh, if anything, is such a useful exercise. It's the bet. Like. We've, been, we've all been tricked, haven't we? Giving ourselves. What is the advice we need now? Yeah, no. for our forty-year-old yeah. selves. What yeah. would you give? What advice do you give yourself now? Should have been the title of the podcast. Well, that one there, there it is. There it is. But we'd have said the wrong shit though. We would have done. Yeah, Whereas we've said the right stuff now. Yeah. Mm. Thank um, goodness for that. Parting thoughts. I think definitely. You know, Chris sparks this conversation I had with him yesterday. That motherfucker, like saying. Nothing gets grandfathered into your life just because it's already there. Relationships, business, projects, passions, everything. And at the end of each year, 
everything's up for sale. Nothing gets a seat at the table. It has to earn its place to eat. And you either get to double down on it or it gets kicked out. Like if you even manage to do 10% of that heuristic each year, like fucking hell. There was a, when I was in the throes of fitness obsession, there was a photo that Martin Burkan uploaded onto Facebook with a glass of wine, like shredded glass of wine. And the photo just said, don't take this fitness stuff too seriously. Let the good times roll. And the, the, he then got, had a bit of a breakdown and didn't, it wasn't on the internet very much. But like, <laughs> I think sometimes though, like probably a bit of advice I would have also should have had 10 years ago is like, it's all right to not like have all the answers be exactly where you think you need to be, be making progress all the time. Like you can't just have a good, have good fun. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah. Let the good time draw. That is a great parting thought. Yeah. Thanks to Martin. (laughs) And always remember that Martin Burkan is and has always been right about everything. Seriously. Uh, Yeah. In fitness. Okay. Every time we question something, we'll think like, we're always a bit off on there. And then like, we get a little idea of our own. Half a decade later. We realise Martin's right the entire time. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's going to hurt. It is going to hurt if we look back at this in 10 years time and all of the things that we've said are just like, (sighs) but that's the motivation to not let that happen. For heaven's sake. That is, that is the motivation, isn't it? It's trying to foresee what, what should I be? And the question that we're asking is what should I spend my time doing? Mm. We have limited time on this planet, right? Like very few minutes. How do I make the most of them? And the first thing, I know that if Chris Sparks was here, he would say the first thing that you need to do is work out what you want. So if you Mm -hmm. don't know what you want, you are actually flying in the dark. (laughs) You're actually, you're just going, well, what, like, why should I do this? Because it gets me closer to end goal. And if you don't know what end goal is, what the fuck are you doing? So yeah. anyway, there may be some things that you want to discuss. You know where I'm at, at Chris Wellex on all social media or leave questions in the comments below. I'd love to have a discussion about it. These guys at Propane Fitness and what's the business one? Propanefitness.com forward slash modern wisdom. Free seven step... It's just uh, ebook, to be honest. To get some just, free things. We reveal like one thing that you would never believe on it. Length of use of space. Uh, it's it's a secret. You will not that believe it. I can't tell you that you just you'll have to go to that URL. Give us your email. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thank you very much for tuning in. Like, share, and subscribe. Really appreciate you for dropping by. Okay. Bye then. Hey, bye then. <laughs> <laughs>